everyone and welcome to the newest episode of the Lincoln's podcast, Tax and Stuff. My name is Kim Arnold and I'm an accountant here at Lincoln's and today I'm joined by my co-host, Caitlin. Hey, Kim. Hey. So today is a very special episode. We are doing an interview style coffee with, with the newest partner at Lincoln's, Karen Hills. So we're going to do three parts to the interview. First one, we've just got a couple of questions for you, Karen. So the way the episode is going to work today is we've got a few set questions for Karen and then we're going to pull some random questions out of a jar and finish up with a game of this or that. So let's get into it. Wicked. All right. So tell us a bit about your upbringing and how you ended up here in Albany. So I'm originally from South Africa and had a pretty standard upbringing. My mum passed away in a car accident when I was 18, which was pretty life-changing. And I probably didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do when I finished school as a result of that. My dad suggested that I did a Bachelor of Commerce because it was pretty translatable to any kind of career opportunity thereafter. Once I finished my studies, I spent a year in the UK doing a little bit of this and that and travel. Went back to South Africa, decided that it would be really hard to make a start in the kind of direction that I really wanted to and looked at other opportunities further afield. And thankfully with accounting you get the opportunity to really travel and expand where you would like to go. So looked at Australia top of the list and landed up with a job placement here in Albany. And I think when we first moved here we sort of undenied as to whether we'd stay. It's quite a small um, town far away from all the big cities but have just grown to love it over time and wouldn't move anywhere else now. So how long have you been in Albany and you haven't always been at Lincoln since you've been here, so... Oh yeah, so lived in Australia for 16 years now, I think. Um, originally I was working at a small practice, it was probably just four to five of us. After about eight years there, I applied for a job at Lincoln's just because I felt like I needed a change. I think most accountants hit that sort of eight-year mark and, you know, kind of need to see what else is out there and explore other opportunities. And I got the position, but at the time, I actually wasn't as ready as I thought I was. I don't think I was ready to leave my clients and what I knew. And, yeah, it's just how it goes sometimes. So I stayed there. And then about a year later, Lincoln's approached me to see if I was ready then. And I was. And coming across to Lincoln's was a little bit like going from kindergarten to university. It was just the most massive kind of growth curve. You know, you think you know something and you think you've been doing it, but then you kind of come into this scenario and you've got to, got to start all over again. It was amazing and I loved every minute of it. And, you know, I'm surrounded by an amazing group of people and we do some amazing things. So, so I've been here about eight years now. Yes. So... What does it mean to you to not only be a partner, but to be the first female partner here at Lincoln's? I'd love to take ownership of the fact that I'm the first female partner. Like it's, you know, it was me. But to be honest, I think it was just a combination of like fortuitous timing that I was ready to take that next step and Lincoln's was ready to bring on a new partner and it just worked out beautifully. I do think that it's going to bring something really different to the partnership. The dynamics are going to change quite a lot and I hope for the better for, you know, the partnership group and for the team in black. I'm certainly not cut from the same cloth. Yeah, it's pretty special. It's 
incredibly empowering and I'm excited about the opportunity that it brings and I'm very mindful of the responsibility that it brings. Well, I think we can both say as two female co-hosts of the podcast, but also <laughs> people who have worked with you now for a while, super happy for you to be a partner, but also just stoked to have a f- the first female partner at Lincoln's, which really cool. awesome. is yeah. awesome to see. Yeah. And it kind of helps you give you that drive. So what are you trying to achieve as partner? Huh, that's a big one. I mean, I'm literally, what, not even two months in at this stage, so I don't know if I've firmed it up completely. I have decided that I'm going to be the partner that brings in a proper coffee machine and a barista because I believe strongly that that is going to be a complete win with our team as well as with our clients. <laughs> Overall, I mean... I think that Lincoln's brings something really unique to the accounting world and I just want to keep pushing that in what we do. I'm also a massive motivator in getting the best out of people. But I like to get that combination of finding people's side interests and seeing how I can leverage that to work with what they're doing in accounting and how that can be utilised by our clients. And yeah, just making accounting interesting making it passionate and getting everyone to love it as much as we do when it comes um to the time for you to retire as Oof. being a partner <laughs> yeah which is you know down the road a fair bit still um but what do you want to be remembered for oh wow i don't know that's a really tough one I'd like to know that I held my own. I changed someone's life along the way. And I, I, you know, I have a strong belief that sometimes a sentence can change someone's life and it just needs to be delivered at the right time and in the right place. So I like to hope that maybe I've peppered my life with sentences here and there that are affecting people's lives. You know, if I can motivate or change someone to be the best that they can be, I'd be freaking stoked with that. Um, And if, you know, the advice that I give to my clients has changed their dynamics or created something right in their world. I'm okay with that. That's pretty powerful. No, that would be an amazing achievement. But it'd be nice to be known for that. I guess so, yeah. yeah. So for the listeners out there, tell us a bit about your personality. I am rather a unique beast. I think we did um, the Myers-Briggs personality profiling with the whole team quite a while back now. Mm. But everyone was broken up into the key groups. I mean, most accountants tend to fall into like two categories of, you know, particular personality profiles, which you'd expect. And I was sort of sent to a room all by myself and I thought it was as a joke. (laughs) But it wasn't. Turns out I'm the joke. But to a certain extent, I am. I am. I think I mentioned earlier. I'm not cut from the same cloth. I am sort of an outlier in what you'd expect to see in an accountant. And I think in personality profiling, in you know, this should be your career profiling, and all those things. I'm not ready for this industry. But what I love about accounting is that I've managed to utilize my skills and strengths that I feel very passionately about with accounting and actually create amazing results. Um, And that kind of makes me, well, I like to think it makes me really useful in the team because I'm bringing a different dynamic to the picture. So I'm not the same, but I have these big, bold ideas and very colourful descriptions on how to get there and I'm onto the 
boat ride or whatever and take you on a journey. So, yeah, I think that's my piece. Do you remember when we did the fruitology and, like, pretty much everyone in the office was, like, an apple or a lime or a banana? Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, like, an, yeah, an apple or a lime or something like that. And then there's Karen, who's a mango. Yeah. And at the time, you were the only mango in the office. I was. I we now have one other mango. It's fantastic. So mangoes are the colourful, fruity, flary personalities who like to come up with really bold suggestions but have absolutely zero follow-through. So great to take people on the journey. <laughs> but we absolutely need the dramas to get there. <laughs> so many people think that accountants are just the typical stereotype. Numbers. I break the walls. Yeah. But we're, we're more than that, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, in this day and age, I think a lot of people have spoken about how much the industry's changed. Mm. Accountants aren't just there to kind of figure out what your tax comp work is going to be or your obligations are. We're there for almost every conversation. That's exciting Mm. because we really get to deliver some very useful information at the right time. And that's underutilised by a lot of people. Hopefully, more and more people are understanding that advisory kind of side and start to utilize it better because that's really where the power in their profit generation comes from. I think, yeah, it's a, it has been something that's been changing within the industry for years now, like, you know, well over a decade, but that starts at the top. So that starts with those bigger businesses and things like that. And it's really filtering down now and local small businesses, you know, are now starting to realize the power of what we can bring Oh, much business. more. And it's not mm-hmm. just business, you know, it's like your personal finances and what are you doing in that sphere and have you ticked all the boxes on making sure that you're completely safe? And yeah, so it's just fascinating to have, you know, those sort of level of conversations. It's great. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're going to get into our pick of the jar segment. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call it that. Why not? Random questions. Yes. <laughs> so we we went out to the Lincolns team and we just got, you know, a bunch of questions that they want answered. We're not going to be able to answer them all today, but we're going to just pick out a few and see what happens. <laughs> not afraid at all. So here's the jar. All right, Caitlin, you give, have a go. All right. What is the one thing in your life you're the most grateful for? Oh, wow. Oh, so many things. Like, I'm incredibly grateful to have my son, Alex, obviously. We had to go through IVF to get him, so it, he was an incredible blessing, and I think anyone that's gone through that process would understand that. I'm grateful to be here in Albany. I'm so grateful to be here as part of the Lincolns team. Like, I just... You know, I've gone through tough spots in my life and I don't think I would have survived them, you know, as well as I had, had I not been surrounded by such incredibly supportive people. My whole family is still in South Africa, so Lincoln's has become my family and I know a lot of people don't like the association of work and family and all the random things that that can bring. But for me, it's true. So, yeah, I'm just incredibly grateful to have the people that I have around me. Awesome. Well done. Mm-hmm. All right, Keep let's saying. see. Next one. So, you clearly didn't know what you wanted to be when you finished school. Yes. And you were going through that time of your life. So, when you were younger, though, what did you want to be when you grew up? I went through two main stages, both of which I look back at with quite a laughing kind of position. One was a fashion designer. And if anyone has ever seen me in 
real up, you'd realise what a joke that is because I can barely dress myself day in, day out. And the other was as a special effects makeup artist, which is also amusing because I never wear a stitch of makeup <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure where the scar goes. So <laughs> thank God for dads, yeah. <laughs> was the special effects makeup time maybe a period for your rave days oh wow ouch kim yes <laughs> i mean listen may have featured in all my lives <laughs> and pom-poms and, oh, wow. and um can i just say that um as someone who is definitely not very fashionable you are definitely one of the most fashionable people in the office so yeah i have i have days where i feel like i need to dress up just so i can feel good <laughs> and days where i'm basically wearing pajamas to work <laughs> And pulling it off. Uh, where is one place in the world that you haven't visited but want to and why? Oh, there's heaps of places. I've got a massive travel bug, so I like to see lots of places, which is really funny because I'm super stressy about travelling. <laughs> like, I like to be at, at my terminal about, you know, three hours before we depart, and then I, like, take a little seat right in front, even though the gate's only opening in another two and a half hours, and Caitlin can totally attest to this. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. You've got to watch a bag. <laughs> it's like it's intense. And so the this level... is where your accountant traits come Absolutely. through. The organisation. There's like you know, I'm, I'm not quite at the level of doing you know one of those gadgets. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, no, I do an itinerary, just not a gadget of like permanent <laughs> and toilet breaks and stuff like that. But I'm not far off. At the same token, I want to go everywhere. Probably at the moment, I really go to is it Peru, Machu Picchu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably figure out how to say that before I announce it. But I'd love to be able to do that, especially, you know, while I have the fitness level that allows me to. I don't want to kind of wait until I'm a retiree and walk it together. Because I've heard it's not easy. It is days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's sort of on the list. Um, I mean, a lot of my travel right now involves my son, so it's got to be sort of not curtailed, but to a certain extent, it's got to be within his limits. Yeah. But I'm excited to explore the world with him. It's nice that the world is now opening up for us to do that. The relief. (laughs) All right, should we do one more? Do one more. Go for it. I have all day. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to do two more because I have to ask you this. How do you feel about being a Karen? Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, I'm not happy about it. I'd like to just... spelling. Yeah, sure. That's what everyone says. But when you say it, it's the same freaking word. And if I have to make one more embarrassed joke about, can I talk to your manager? (laughs) It's mortifying for everyone that's involved, but I almost have to address it. But I don't think anyone else wants me to address it, and I don't want to address it, and I don't know the way around it. So if there's any other Karens out there, you can let me know <laughs> how you deal with it. Um, <laughs> but I'm kind of off about it, because I'm awesome. <laughs> Tony Karen awesome. <laughs> Just ask me. <laughs> I'm good. And you definitely don't have the hairstyle to go along with the Karen. No, I did. I used to have the Karen oh hairstyle. <laughs> so when we release this episode, we're going to be putting that photo out there yes. on social media. Oh my god! You've said it now. You've yeah, said it. <laughs> I did. I did. I mean, it was a long time ago, but yeah, I totally have the Karen hairstyle at some point. <laughs> I'm totally speaking oh. to all your managers. <laughs> so for people that don't know the Karen hairstyle. Oh, it's what like it? short in the back, slightly longer in the front. You know, it's got like the spikies with the smooth. 
the front. Yes. yes. And the very like Swept thick, aside, yeah, the thick streaks. Fringe. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. It's gorge. Oh dear. All right, one more. Let's do it. Okay, I know this one off the top of my head. Oh. It was the first one that came in. Oh. Who's your favourite Lincoln's employee? <gasps> you can't ask me that. Can you guess, though, who asked that question? Dale. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I will say that I actually love everyone. Like, okay, I know that sounds so trite and so, like, but everyone brings something different. It's like steak seasoning. You can't season steak with just salt. It would be dull. What's this one? If I could buy one item, money is no issue, what would you choose? At the moment, I'm obsessed with getting a pet. So, right now, that is high priority. So, if you could get any pet you wanted, what would you get? I need a dog and a cat. Am I like both? Sure, why not? There's yeah. like, there's two very different sides of my personality that they appeal to. So, my cat is like my lazy, I don't really want to have any more responsibility, but I want the affection. That's my cat side. And then the dog side is I actually really want the affection. <laughs> um, because we all know cats aren't affectionate unless they want to be affectionate. And that talks to my base and needs. Like, generally, I'm the same. But then, you know, um, I live alone most of the time. So I really want a dog who's excited to see me when I get home. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get a French bulldog and a ragdoll cat. Oh, yes. yes. I think the waiting list for a French Bulldog is about two years, so good luck with that. I'm on the wait list. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we will see them. This one is, I, I'm i going to try and answer this one for you. Oh, oh, have I? Yes. So what is your favourite snack? Mm, now, all the foods. What's that? <laughs> all the foods. <laughs> well, yes, aside from all the foods, definitely. Okay. Although, and I think this changes from week to week, but something at Lincoln's that people don't realise is the amount of people at Lincoln's who actually love licorice. Yes. Licorice all sorts slash white chocolate raspberry bullets. Absolutely. Nailed it. <laughs> Very unique. One more question or? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, we'll do all this or that. All right. Um, who has been the most influential or inspiring person in your life or career? Is it Brendan? Ooh. And why? It probably like is a combination of my dad and Brendan. You know, my dad really created the foundational roots of who I am as a person and that oh god, I sound like a really No, <laughs> it sounds not pretty at all. lame. No. My my dad taught leadership um in his profession. Mm-hmm. So he was a leader leadership leader, like leadership trainer. Um, where he would take you know training groups and teach leadership skills and goal setting and time management and all those things. This is really weird, and most people probably look at this and think, Jesus, what a stuffed up childhood. But he basically sat with us from a really early age, like tweens, and we'd have these family meetings where we would sit down and set our goals as a family and then you know individually and then also as a family to make sure that they were kind of all working in the same alignment you know, and we break that down into like further goals. And so that really set so many foundational traits in the way I do things and how I approach things um, now and, you know, what I see and what I bring to this practice that it was really core. And, you know, like when you reach that point where you're like, oh, my God, I sound like my parents. Yeah, I've been doing that for like a solid 10 years now. So it's pretty powerful. You know, as far as me becoming me, as well but I came on as Brandon's manager I was relatively unsure of myself at that time my self-confidence was probably at an all-time low as far as who I was as an accountant like 
who I was as a person and I came into this practice and everyone was very I wouldn't say motivational but like very empowering as to here is your ship here is your story you drive it you create it and I've never really been given that opportunity before and you know Brandon was an amazing foil to allowing me to develop that side of me and at no point was he kind of like you need to fit into this box of what we expect an accountant to look like or sound like or what you deliver at every opportunity it was just like more of that do crazy (laughs) like be big and that was like kind of like oh you you're okay with me being me Mm. um that was empowering and it was so incredible and I think that's what I want to bring to everyone else I'm like you don't have to hide your you you know yeah yeah okay you know that's not what we normally see or that's slightly different to the way we do it but you can still be you you can still be incredible and be beautiful in that and he allowed me to do that so I guess now I'm comfortable with being me and that's pretty cool. Yeah. So the combination of those two things, I think, is what kind of got me here. Yeah. No. All right. Well, let's jump into this or that. I reckon. Sounds great. Let's get into it. So for people who don't know, this or that is literally that. So we're just gonna shoot quick fire questions at Karen, and she's just gonna choose one. Okay. All right. Yeah. So hot or cold? Cold. Uh, day or night? Day. Dinner or dessert? Oh, dinner. Karaoke or dancing? Oh, dancing. Vacation or staycation? Oh, vacation. Go out or stay in? Stay in. Yeah, I knew that. One. <laughs> 100%. <Quick answer. laughs> Movie or documentaries? Documentaries. Books or TV? Oh, books. Plans or surprises? Plans. Uh, <laughs> calls or emails? Oh, emails. <laughs> All right, a, co- a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> Um, ocean or land? Ocean. And last one, flowers or trees? <gasps> oh, trees, actually. Mm. Yeah. You're a bit of a gardener? I am. I love plants. It's also all my dad's fault. He's always been a massive gardener. He used to get us up at like 6am on a Sunday to do the gardening, which is rude. But <laughs> you know, it was like a family thing. We had to do all the gardening. And so for years I hated it. I was just like, despise this. Um, but now... <laughs> So now and then all of a sudden I had my own garden and turns out I'm just as kooky as my father walking around talking to the plants and I'm like, oh, my lovely, you're doing so well today. And then I just have this deep, deep seated shame. But yes, I love trees. I have this urge to plant a tree in every house that I, not a tree, but as many trees as I can in every house that I live in. So I'm all about the tree. I think that's a very nice point to end on. <laughs> I mean, it's a point. I'm not sure about that. But we'll go there. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, but thank you very much for coming on and being a part of this episode. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute blast. Yes. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Cheers. All right. So thank you, everyone. We hope you've really enjoyed this episode. The next episode is not going to be quite as far away. We've got a couple of very cool episodes coming up actually so listen out for them